It's another episode of the Pin High Podcast presented by Golficity. We're going to be talking about JT's win at the Players. You know, another Lee Westwood uh, Sunday. Not collapse, but, you know, not another great uh, Sunday for him. And we're also going to be looking ahead to the Honda Classic um, over at PGA National with some betting picks from us, as well as beating the bookie and some DFS picks. So let's get into it. All right, let's get inside the ropes for this week. <clears throat> uh, the first players we've fully covered um, so far as a podcast, and I wouldn't say disappointed at all. I feel oh, like the, definitely not. the winning score was like right what you wanted at, I feel like, for a golf tournament. Like, that's not going to be, you know, at, at like two over. It's like, what was it? 1400, like 1400, yeah. 1200, 1300. That's like a, a good non-major golf tournament. I'd say. Yeah. It wasn't like it was like too, like it kept people's interest because people were scoring and like playing like par fives and making eagles. like, there were a lot of Eagles this week. I feel like, mm-hmm. and then it was also like the carnage of what happened at like, I don't know what time it was like, probably like three o'clock on Sunday. Like the, all that, all that stuff that happened, like it was just all the horrible shots and, like people hang the water yeah. too, like all week. It's it's a good mix. And I love, I mean, everyone loves this tournament. So it was a lot yeah. of fun. I mean, you definitely had, it went both ways. So, I mm-hmm. mean, you had the guys who, who got cut at like eight over. I don't know if you guys saw the Ian Poulter video where he was sitting at a table <laughs> from Terrell Hatton, yeah. Rory, and Hendrick Stenson. And they were all like combined like 28 over or something. Which most of, most of that was... Stenson, he was like 14 over us. But still, they were all over par. Yeah. It's kind of funny um, that you. Henrik Stenson shot a 84 on Friday. (laughs) That's crazy. The final hole, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I saw McEagle in the last hole. (laughs) 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 He's tapsing. He looks like so mad. I'm like, it just doesn't. He hasn't been good in a while. (laughs) Nah, he hasn't. It's because he switched three woods. (laughs) Did he really? Is that the reason? Well, I think it. I think it was just like it, he couldn't use it anymore. Like he'd used it for too long oh. that it wasn't performing anymore because like it was far too old. Yeah, he's got to oh. go on eBay and, and find find one. Yeah, he's gonna yeah, find. Exactly. Yeah, he's gonna find a pristine one. I'll give him my epic if he wants it. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> uh, and then what else? I mean, like Lee Westwood. He's kind of living the life though, because everybody was everybody was kind of like uh, dogging on him for not finishing the past two weeks, but he's made two point six million dollars. And he had his girlfriend on the bag uh, the, the past however many weeks. He's having his son on the bag now, and his son and him are playing Augusta National. Like today. It was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. I saw yeah. it too. I'm like, that's just like, he doesn't like, like yes, ton in the US, but that's, yeah, that is the life. Like, just obviously cooking. he cares, but like, yeah, I mean, yeah. how much? How much? Yeah. He's got like kind of the best mindset. For someone does. right now, like I've, I've never seen somebody just like so happy playing golf, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like even his like post mat like uh, round, like interviews are just, it's crazy. He's just so, so positive, like nothing negative about them. Even if he like doesn't win, he's just like super positive. So, I mean, it's a good mindset to have, but um, Look, at some point, he he's knows, to start winning. <laughs> he knows too, like he's like, it's a bonus for him to be like competing in all these events. So if he's just going to go out and have fun, like maybe and he competes well, it's like, it's even, even better. He's going to make a lot of money and like, maybe he wins and like, 
But other than that, he's just going to have have fun with his girlfriend and son on the golf course, like at the players and masters. Now, like it's that is the life. That's literally like that's literally the life. But I mean, you got to think now he's really going to be pushing for one of those majors because yeah. that's like the, yeah. Westwood's done everything except you can, one major. I could see I could see him competing in the Masters for sure. The way he's played the past couple of weeks, I think he's oh, I yeah. think he realized that he can he can compete at the Masters. But also like Sun like going to Sunday, it was like he was like money all week, and then he just kind of lost it a little bit. Like everything was just a yeah. little bit off. Like I he wasn't hit get- like green. He wasn't hitting greens. Like he hit that ball in the water on two. Uh, everything was just a little bit off on Sunday. I think maybe he was just like. He needs to get more comfortable playing just his own game rather than seeing like what's around him because Bryson was like playing bad. So maybe he just got like maybe he got too comfortable. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I mean, just it's... don't think his swing was there on Sunday. I mean, you no. had him going right, he was going left, he was double crossing all over the place. Like it was just yeah. like like he was trying to it fix like his every on the golf course, and that's like one of the hardest things to do is to. Like, it seemed like it seemed back. like every hole, and he was like still doing fine. Like he was still making pars, but like it seemed like every hole, he was like slicing it thirty yards right, like he did on four, or he'd have he'd have his approach shot like in the middle of the fairway and then just like push it, like pull it or slice it, like it was and it wasn't or push it or pull it, like it wasn't on target at all. So, which was not the case in the previous three days at all. Yeah. So let, let's talk about that sequence right there. That that five that minutes of crazy of just craziness. I mean crazy. so it all starts with uh Brendan Todd, who's like not really in the tournament at this point, but he's on 17. And like obviously guys have been going in the water on 17 like quite a bit, but like they've been hitting the green and then going into the water. And then you have Brendan Todd, if you look behind me, you just have this. <laughs> where he went like way way right like just completely shanked it on 17 and started um, laughing i really wish um he would have hit it on the like the little island over there yes, that i kind of wanted to see if that was uh playable like if you could like hop on a little rowboat and, and go out there and play that but um, oh that would have been i mean that was a crazy shot and then the ages of course like right after that you have bryson teeing up and was he hitting a three wood on on uh, yeah the, right um and whatever i think he was trying to hit like a nice little cut or something like a low cut and topped it just straight completely top it the water topped it that was that was absolutely nuts i was just like i didn't believe that it happened i, I was like I no was like, i didn't believe it either i was like no that had to have like skipped up and like and like just gone into the fairway or something mm-hmm. but no you just see like the splash on the replay and you're like how like how, you don't see that right and then, you know, and then like, Francesco Molinari. They're like, what yeah. happened? They're like, and and then they like show the replay in slow mo um, on the ball, and they're just like, I mean, he playing topped it. Like he didn't. Yeah. But like no the fact that that whole hole, like, is right after that Westwood hits like fifty yards right in the water, and then Bryson hits it like fifty yards right, like in like the like God, like God knows I mean, where, like in the, where is where is in the like, hole. Bryson's hitting from like the ladies' tees, uh, like which is like hey, yeah. the forward tees. And he hits it, and and he hits it like over the green, like way to like literally like sixty yards right of the green. He has like zero shot at the green, and he's like, you can hear him like yell, like what is going on? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm just watching this. I'm like, this is this is amazing. Like like I don't know what I don't even know what to say about like watching this. This is it was unbelievable. Yeah, we haven't so even mentioned. 
Yeah. Double bogey, right? And then Westwood made bogey, and that kind of ended yeah. Bryson's tournament <laughs> pretty much right there, one hole. Kind of. Yeah, he made like one birdie in the front or something like that. We really just like we haven't even mentioned JT and his like his Sunday. Yeah, like it's. He said that was potentially. Didn't he say like that was potentially one of the best? Or I think he said that was the best tee to green I've ever played in my life. Yeah, he was a yeah. striking machine on Sunday. Just he like couldn't, he just couldn't. Pure. He couldn't really. Like on the front nine, he couldn't miss a green. Like I get a bunch of close shots, and like he couldn't make. He'd missed a putt on four. Like he three putted eight, I think, for bogey after hitting all the green. Week, yeah. All week he was missing, sh- like just barely on some on some like scoring like birdie eagle putts, ju- like just barely. And then Sunday it finally came together as it does yeah. for somebody as good as Justin Thomas. Exactly I mean, yeah. on the back on the back nine, saying- like that eagle putt, the bur- the when he birdied twelve, like he finally figured it out, and that. Put, huge putt on 17 as well was was it was massive like that I mean, that basically on, won the tournament on friday jt was sitting outside the cut line so uh, that just tells you how good of a weekend he had yeah, yeah he won like 71 I mean, 71 yeah what do you get on saturday was, he shot like 64 saturday i think he was yeah, yeah. yeah. He was tender. yeah. and then he i mean like literally like any one of those guys like it was up for the grabs on Sunday. Like, it, like it, those front, that front nine, like nobody played well. I think it was like someone said a stat. There was like, uh, in the last like thirty, like like ten groups or something like that. Like no, or four groups. Like nobody was under par, and the rest of the course was like thirty-seven under or something. Yeah, like it, that. it was f- the last. So five nobody was playing well. Yeah. yeah, nobody was playing well at all. And then JT finally took advantage. Like and then, like other guys, like Taylor Gooch and like Victor Perez came out of nowhere as well. Mm-hmm. And it was just. Like Gim played bad. Casey wasn't great. Rom kind of was out of it at the end. So, well, Doug Gim was saying that's like the most nervous he's ever been in his life being in that. Oh yeah, that which group. is completely. Remember, then he puts it in the water twice on on one of those holes too. Seven. So it was just yeah. like, yeah. I mean, that was too much, I guess, for him. Um, Trev, when you played TPC uh, Sawgrass, did you put it in the water? On what hole? Seventeen. What other? I did. I put it. I, I put it in the water. water on, I put it in the water on seventeen. Did you put it straight in the water? Or did you hit the green and roll off? I put. It, I hit like so so fat <laughs> and hit straight in the water and then hit the green and made double. But but I, I made a birdie. I didn't play. I actually didn't. I think I shot like eighty two or something like that. So I didn't play bad at all. But ten's a par four. Is two a par five? Yeah, two is a par yeah. five. My, my dad and I were both one under through four, or through through three, and we're like, we're like, what, what what's what's gonna happen? Then we both like double bogeyed four. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. Um, I started off around, but no, no, keep going. I was saying I started off around here uh, with eagle and then double. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like, so it's like service green, go birdie, birdie, then just like double to double three. Yeah. One other player I want to mention, um, Sergio Garcia. I mean, he came out oh amazing on, on Thursday, and and he was okay on Friday, but not great. And it, it just like it didn't click for him in the weekend. He pisses me off so much. It's like it's like he hits the ball so well, and he gets the like putt within like two feet, and he just like hits it three feet, or hits a three feet <laughs> yeah. pass. Like it's it's actually amazing how bad his putting is. I've never seen like, him putt so bad in my life. After you said that, and, and like you were texting our group chat how bad he was, I like tuned. I, or I maybe I just started paying attention more. I think I was already tuned in. And he had like a five foot putt. I was like, 
this isn't going in. It's not going in. Yeah. <laughs> and you, 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 go you just knew like, like half the putts he was hitting, like we're not going to go in, like no matter how far they were. I like, mean, well, it was, he just... was like seven under on the first day. And I think he finished the tournament eight under. So uh, that just tells you he did not have a good next three days. Um, yeah. And like he, and, well, he also made three, well the first like two day. eagles the first day, too. I mean, yeah, he wasn't even putting well on the first day either. He was just ball striking like crazy and like getting close enough, I guess. It was so such a, it in. It was such a player's leaderboard, too. Like, you All had like was. the top, you had some top guys, but you also had some just absolute, like, not random. People. Yeah. I mean, you like, had, random, you had Brian Harmon, Taylor Gooch was up there. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure if, Char- if uh, Corey Connors is random anymore, but Corey Connors was up there. I'd say, I'd say the casual fan, he's random. Sergio Garcia finished 53rd strokes game putting at the players. I, I think that's, I think that's false. I think that's a lie. My lineup <laughs> last week. So. My my lineup last week, both of them were insane. But like I went with I went with purposely like a weird lineup with like DJ and Rory at the top and then just like you know, like lower guys. And Rory gets cut. DJ plays like so and eh, I think he was like one over for or one yeah, under for the tournament or something. On and off. It was weird. And then I had like Charlie Hoffman, who was all the way up there. Brian Harmon, obviously all the way up there. Um Corey Connors, I think you, we I had both Corey Connors. Yeah, he was obviously there. all the way up there. He almost, he almost, he was basically like he, he was leader in the clubhouse for a while. Yeah, he was six on. He was six under on Sunday. Um, yeah, him, him and Sanjay him had the the. I got a round. similar strategy going this week too, but we'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think. Do we want to cover? Oh, I want to mention one more thing about JT. That like controlled, like not like. Not that duck it's hook. a duck hook, but his controlled like low duck hook is the he hit it craziest on, shot. He, he, he hit it on 16, didn't he? He hit it on 18 as yeah. well. Um, yeah, well, well the, the, the 18 was, ones, yeah, well, the one definitely 18 one was cr- like like he was he was yeah flirting, flirting with water there on 18, and like it was just just barely see his reaction where he like he like exhaled and like looked over at like I think it was caddy or someone like that, and I like, did like a little like brought his club and did like a little club twirl like club twirl just, like, as a delayed. joke, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, I meant to do that. I meant to hit like two feet from the water. But that shot is sick. It's like you see like the low cuts that that people like like a lot of people hit. But then he's just like too. pulling out this weird. Yeah, he does that as well. Yeah, this weird like, not it's not a hook, but whatever you want to call it. It's like it's like my shot shape with like my three hybrid when I just don't. When hit you it hit well. it really bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, all you gotta do is aim like thirty yards Except right, and then you and then you got the it. His goes like three hundred yards. Yeah, yeah I know because it rolls <laughs> out so much. Yeah. yeah, I don't know like how you would do that. Like I, I just like. You have to like purposely like flip your. I, I don't even know. I I don't even know. <clears throat> and then your shot. So I guess the last thing is uh, pretty. I mentioned earlier with like Rory, but everybody just kind of like all the top guys that we were looking at. I wouldn't say we picked. I don't think we picked any of them. I picked Tony Fina. I picked Cantlay top twenty because. Like, oh. So I guess we did. I mean, I usually does, we, but we, we, we yeah. picked Epic Hatton too. Like we, Epic, I picked three of those guys in my picks. This yeah, week. I, I'll list off the names: <laughs> Tony Finau, Patrick Cantley, Roy McIlroy, Xander Shoffley, Tyro Hatton, Victor Hovland, uh, Webb Simpson. All missed a cut. I had Webb yeah. Simpson top top forty. Um, or yeah, top, top my, twenty. My bet, top, my best bet was top thirty. Yeah, and I had top Hatton, twenty like on my own. Just, yeah, it's it was. 
definitely was. Like, honestly, I was kind of like not. I was like wasn't like worried, but like there was a part of me where I was like leaderboards like kind of weird on like a Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, and then like JT Kemp kind of crept back in. Like Ram was there, Casey was there, mm-hmm. which was fun, and then obviously Bryson and uh, Westwood. Yeah, which Paul, Paul which Casey's been playing. Paul Casey's been playing really well too. I mean, the last yeah, couple well, last couple of courses have been ball striker golf courses, and yeah, Casey. we got another one this week. Yeah, but not playing. I don't think. Um, so let's move into who's hot, who's not. I mean, it's, I feel like it's pretty obvious, like that Lee Westwood and Bryson DeChambeau are like, like pretty right the second past two tournaments, obviously like hottest players on tour because like final group two weeks in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty hard to do. And pretty rare too. So I was going to say Lee Westwood, but I don't know. Bryson won one of the weeks. So he did really. Pick your poison for who you think is more hot. I mean, whatever. Uh, if Lee Westwood won this week, there could have been like a thirty for thirty on like the Bryson versus Lee. That like, would have been Westwood. sick. <laughs> that would have been cool. Golf, uh, like golf movies or something like that. Yeah. And then you want to do the who's not, Jeeves? Um. Yeah. So who's not? Joel Damon missed cut in six of his last seven, and the one made cut was a T sixty at Pebble Beach. So Ooh, that's that's really great. not hot. I don't know how we didn't we didn't pull this one out a couple weeks ago, but. Um, I mean, yeah, another, well, sorry, go ahead. Dylan Fratelli, we, uh, we jinxed him last week. He made the cut. I don't know what we ended up doing during the weekend. I don't know if he got all that relevant, uh, but, uh, in, in the, term, the tournament, but okay. So we are just, we stay reverse jinxing people. In so, the congrats, ball, so. so congrats to Joel Damon, uh, we're cut. taking you, we're taking you T30 next week at the Honda. If you're playing, I think he must, he, he's gotta be. He's all yeah, those he's you playing. He has to be. No, he's not. I don't think he is. Really? No, I don't think he is. Huh. Surprising. Sorry. Right, so two and whatever he plays next, like, like we'll take him plus 30 because it's a lot. Yeah. Probably like, the WG, if he's even in the WG. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Houston Open, maybe. The Corrales. The Corrales. Corrales. <laughs> maybe that might be next week. Corrales just sounds like a Puerto Rico Open kind of thing. Like, yeah, it does. Don't, kind of win, is. don't win again. It's in Putacana. I mean, like, yeah. I don't know. I, don't know I, put, is, I, put, I put Rory in the Who's Not, too, just because mm-hmm. of what he said like the, after he missed the cut. Like, like, he was trying to gain speed like Bryson. And then he lost his swing. Like it got like flat and like over swinging a little bit. Like he was trying to get back to what his like I guess his normal swing. Like he said, I mean, he got does, distance. Does Rory really need to? It. Does he need to gain speed? Like I, I, I mean, he doesn't. But that's the, there, like, he doesn't. He doesn't. Off, but Rory's but like, that's the whole that's the whole Bryson thing though. Like he like people like he said like people like he bets he thinks like he thinks a lot of other people are trying to do it and like. It might come as a detriment of your swing, which is like, and you just saw, you saw him at the Honda there at the Arnold Palmer, like Saturday and Sunday were just like not good for him. I at mean, all. I just, I don't know. I don't think Rory needs to gain speed like that. Like he's also just like not as big of a guy as Bryson is. So no, I, he's not like, don't know. Like I feel like he's capped at where he is now. He also he like, he has not like a mile. His also the thing was he doesn't like, maybe he doesn't care about the distance as much and speed, but like, he said, like Bryson hitting out of the rough, like that at like U- at the U.S. Open, like is a huge, huge advantage. And like he's like, that's like one of the big things. Like, 
I you mean, hit a rough like Bryson or Brooks, like you're like about to say, you can play yeah. anywhere. Yeah. Brooks Kepka is like one of the like I, I feel like he just gains speed when he hits out of the rough. Like he's pretty smooth everywhere else, but when he's out of the rough, he attacks it. So yeah, yeah. exactly. Kind of yeah. So good in, in the US Open. So uh let's move into people's champ of the week. People's champ of the week. I don't know if you guys saw this, but um, on Thursday, Victor Hovland, he was given a two-stroke penalty um, for playing the ball in the wrong place. Um, he moved his his mark um, on the green out of another player's line and like literally just forgot to put it put it back. So um, the way that he found out about this was actually um, he was like leaving the golf course, um, and his mom like called him or texted him or something like that, and she was like, "Oh, like are you gonna get?" penalize for what you did on 15 or whatever and he's like what do you mean um and she's like you you moved your ball and you never like put it back um so pretty much his mom called him called in and and um let him know that uh he he did something wrong and like he had to go to the the rules official and stuff like that and he was assessed a two-stroke penalty because he unknowingly like forgot to move his ball back so he didn't get his mom Mom, so it's on his mom. My question is, why is he answering the phone on the golf course That's during the players? Like, I don't know. I mean, he he would have gotten DQ'd if somebody saw it because, like, he I don't know because he didn't report it or whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's a here's a message to my mom if she's if she's listening. If you ever did this to me, I'd be quite upset. If you what 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 if, what if you won the whole tournament, Pat, and they found out two days later, and like you're like, yeah, you're DQ'd. He probably didn't make the putt anyway. <laughs> Dude, he, again, no, yeah, yeah, no, he did. So he met, he, he, that was a two stroke penalty. Uh, Victor Hava missed the cut by two strokes. Yeah. So he, that was a pretty expensive phone call right there. That is an expensive phone call for sure. Yeah. Like, he, he can, he, he's, he's young. He's good. He can afford it. Yeah. No, that's he's, he's like, okay. He'll be yeah. The guy, the guy already made so much money. Um, I have, so I have, I have breaking news actually. Oh, was it the, is it yeah, the video game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Tiger. Yeah, I completely forgot. I saw this this morning too. Yeah, I saw this Tiger's. <laughs> yeah, Tiger and PJ Tour or 2K agreed to a part like a multi year partnership. So I just posted that on the, on the um, Instagram story. Um, now, 2K, if you're listening, uh, we have to be able to play with these players now because you yep. can't play with them right now. You can only just like watch them hole out from the bunker every like hole. Yeah, you I would play with that. your guy. I would take a two year break from, I would let them take a two year break. If it meant that they would literally like make this video game actually. Like, I mean like the OG EA, like Tiger. No, but like, I'm saying like, like spend as much time as it on it as they would. Maybe not like the same time as like they would two like 2k basketball it won't or for that. FIFA. But they like, should, they should do it more than NBA live. That's for sure. Or, yeah. But they should, they should do like personalized swings. They shouldn't just do the same swing. Um, Cause like, that's not that hard. Like you just put the, I mean, it probably is hard, but you can put the the swing sensors on them and everything. I don't know. They could make this game like so much better than already is. And it's already doing a ton of traction. Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's, it's still like so much fun. I just play with my friends and like, it's just like, it's just a lot. I mean, I just want to be able to play with the pros, like, like, like the old, old EA Tiger Woods, like you're able to play with the pros. Yeah. So I, I want to yeah. do that, but that'd be a lot of fun. We'll playing with Jordan down the stretch. I mean, if you're going to put, if yeah. you're going to put Tiger Woods in the game, like you should be able to play with him. Right. 
Um, people who don't have the game right now would be like, oh, I can play with Tiger Woods in the game next year. Yeah, like, exactly. They should like they should be able to do that. I don't know if it'll be this year, but or like this this next coming game, but maybe the next. I don't know. We'll see. Um, details come stat of the week for this week. Yeah. So stat of the week. Um, there's crazy stats of the week this week. So from the beginning, Adam Scott just absolutely owned the 17th hole in the first three days. Um, he hit it inside two feet in rounds one and two, and then two and a half feet in rounds three. Um, in all three rounds, it's a combined five feet, nine inches on 17, like one of the hardest holes on the golf course. Unfortunately, round four, he hit it in the water. Now, that was just one of 66 balls that found the water on 17 this week. And Thursday, there was 35 balls in the water on 17. Yeah, that was that's 35 balls, and like I, I think like five or six of them went found like the walkway, which like never happens either. You guys want to guess what the over under was on? Um, oh, I saw you. I remember you telling me this, or I saw this or something like that. You probably saw it. I don't think I, I told you, but there there was an over under on how many balls would go in the water this week. What was it like? like 55? 45. It was 40. 47. Yeah, <laughs> 47. There's 35 on Thursday. <laughs> that's unbelievable. I mean, it just they it was the pin placement on Thursday. I think they had it in the back. They did. It was really tough. If you tried and, to attack it, it would like probably go over. The second round, the second round was like the same thing, just like five paces, like to the right. And then yeah. and like, I think only seven balls found the water on the second day. Or yeah, they, I think they learned a lesson just a little bit. Well, Sunday, I mean, Sunday is that classic pin location that's of course yeah. so tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So tough. Who was that, it? It was that's um, an awesome pin, though. Jake, you talked about you you tweeted about it or something. Somebody just absolutely attacked it. I'm I'm blanking. Was it Corey Connors? Um, might have been. I, Somebody just like went directly at it and like almost hit like the 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 wood, but barely carried it onto the green. I don't remember. Yeah, I forget who it was, but um, oh, I do remember that actually. I don't remember who it was, but I do I remember who that. it was. But what about DJ? I think DJ went right at it. Did he hit the flag? Oh, he hit he on, on Saturday. He hit, he hit the pin and. It bounced all the way into the water. That's crazy. You yeah, hit it. You could almost not hit it better than that, and he got. You couldn't, and he hit anyone in the water. That that's just that's just. I mean, that was just DJ's week. It was unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Um. So on that note, uh, let's get into skins and the course preview with Jeek and everything. But first, a word from Roback. You probably noticed us wearing some new Roback merch over the past few episodes. Whether it was uh, the hat both me and Jeek are wearing right now, Trevor has one as well, a pullover or a collared shirt. We're partnering with Roback in 2021, and we couldn't be more excited. So head to the link in our bio, add the Roback merch you want, and you'll get 15% off just by using the link. So enjoy and crave activity. All right. So this week we have the Honda Classic. So last week, Trevor played TPC Sawgrass. This week, I played um, PJ National Champion course. Um, so we know these courses pretty well. Um, par 70, 71, 25 yards, Bermuda grass greens. Um, home of the bear trap this week, the 15th, the 16th, and the 17th. Um, you know, one of the most difficult stretches, um, especially on a Sunday, come in a tournament with the lead. Um, 15 is a par three, 180 yards over water. Um, 16, par four, um, 434. And the 17th, another par three, 190. Um, since 2007, Ryan Palmer, I think, is 39 over par at the Bear Trap, which is the most. Um, it definitely does take a lot of people, and it will be a factor this week, especially coming down the stretch if it's close. Um, if you if you get through the Bear Trap, even par, um, you have a good chance of winning the tournament down the stretch. 
Wind's going to be a big factor this week. Um, if it's high winds, the course definitely plays a lot harder. Um, and it's definitely one of the most difficult scrambling courses on tour. Um, if you hit it right and left, it's definitely hard to get back. And there's a lot of water and stuff. Um, difficult greens as well. Um, and water hazards are in play on 15 of the 18 holes. So <laughs> you definitely want to be hitting the fairway this week. And it has one of the lowest driving distance averages on tour. Um, which whatever, I don't think Bryson's playing this week. So that's because people just out. like attack it with like, uh, with irons off and everything because they want to be in the fairway. Um, I was reading something that, that was like, it's way more like, obviously, but it's like much more taxing on amateurs than, than pros as right. any courses, yeah. but like, especially on amateurs, just because there's water on 15 of the holes. I mean, I can't yeah. tell you, I, I don't, it was a couple like a year and a half ago, I guess now. Um, I don't remember what I shot there. I don't remember how many balls I put in the water. All I know is I think I got through the bear trap dry. So <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, previous winners, Sanjay M won last year, Keith Mitchell, Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler, and Adam Scott. And then important stats this week, stroke scan approach by far most important this week. Um, smaller greens, a lot of water. You got to be pretty accurate. Um, par fours gained is also a good one. Um, and just total drives, like driving game, which is like a split between driving distance and driving accuracy. I'd say that one's maybe the most important, just like kind of like parlayed a little bit with like strokes yeah. approach. And then opportunities game, which is just strokes gained, um, always important. And just like one other fact about it, no, uh, no player has defended his title at PJ National. So Sanjay M's looking to be the first to defend yeah. his title this week. All right. And then before we get into our D Kings and our bets, let's uh, get over to beating the bookie for his picks. What's up guys. It's beating the bookie back again on the pin high pod. We head to the Honda classic this week. So let's give out some free plays. My first free play is on Daniel Berger plus one fifty to finish in the top 10. Berger shot a 500 last week in the final round, and I think he keeps that hot streak going, cladding into a top 10 finish at the Honda Classic. My second free play this week is on Sung JM, plus 175, top 10 finish. Sung J has been playing very well lately, and if he can get it together for all four rounds, I like him to finish in the top 10. He also has a great chance to win, so I'm sprinkling the money line for him to win a tournament at plus 1400. My fourth and final free play is on Adam Scott, minus 135 over Lee Westwood for the tournament. This is mainly a fade on Westwood as he's finished runner-up the last two weeks after playing in the final pairing. I think he will be exhausted coming into this weekend. So I'm fading Lee Westwood, and I'll be taking Adam Scott, minus 135 on the money line. Those are my four free plays. Good luck, and we'll talk next week. All right, so DraftKings picks. Um, who wants to start? I'll start. Um, so I went with two kind of two guys who I just like their I like their stats and I like their approach to the, the game, especially the course like this. So they're a little bit higher value. But my first one will be Brendan Steele at eighty seven hundred. He's thirty fifth in strokes gain off the tee. Uh, not great in strokes gain approach, but he hasn't missed a cut hasn't missed a cut on tour since January. And he has good finishes here. T4 last year, T14, 2017, and 2016, T11 and 2015. So he's one of those guys who knows how to play here, even though he might not have the approach stats. So 
And his T-ball is pretty good, so I like him at A700. I think he'll do pretty well. I think he'll make the cut at least, too. Uh, so my first one is Brandon Wu at 7,800. Um, this one was more like, it's not as stat-based as you'd think, just because like he doesn't have a lot of PGA Tour stats. But I was checking out his um, Corn Ferry Tour stats, as well as you know he played at the uh, Puerto Rico uh, Open, uh, finished T7 there. He's just like he's really solid off the tee, like he like accuracy wise at least, and he really good. He's really good strokes can approach. So I feel like it's just like a really good combo any week, but especially this week to be accurate off the tee. All right, cool. Um, so my first pick, I'm gonna go with Matt Walls, 8500. Um, he's 12th in strokes gain approach, and he had a T20 in 2019 at Honda. Um, he's 33rd in strokes <laughs> gain putting and 29th in strokes gain total. So pretty good stats this year. Um, he had a T18 at the Arnold Palmer a couple weeks ago. And if I'm at 8,500, I just kind of like the value there. Also, the field's not as deep this week. So that's why the, the numbers are kind of high on some of these guys. You wouldn't normally see Matt Wallace at 8,500. But um, since I went slightly higher on my first pick, I'm going to go kind of low on my next one. And I'm going to go back with John Huh. Picked him a while ago. He was pretty hot to start of the season. He has cooled off since the beginning of the season, but he's still 43rd in strokes gain approach um, and 67th in, in par four scoring. Uh, he has played pretty well at the Honda and has a, um, like he's played it a ton of times. So he has a T14, a T24, a T17, a T36. Um, those are his best finishes. So there's a lot of course history here um, and he has played well here. So at 6,900, I'm just going to go with it. Yeah, and my low guy uh, is Adam Long. So he's not like a he's not a bomber off the tee, but he's 28th in driving accuracy percentage and 40th in like total driving. So obviously for a guy at 7100, that's pretty good. Uh, and he was T27 here last year and just came off a T22 with the players. So I kind of like all that combination right there. Very nice. So my. My low guy, not really low, 8,400. Keegan Bradley, double dipping on him. I went with him last week too, finished T29. Pretty quick on him, but T29 last week, T10 at Bay Hill, and seventh in stroke skiing approach. Uh, so he's playing he's playing decent for a guy like him who's come on the past couple of weeks, and he's a good approach player. So I like him, 8,400 as well. All right. Um, let's get into bets now. Let's go with Geek. Uh, Okay, so three skins on the line this week. No one won last week, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, um, I think that's the first time that's happened since we started like keeping track. So, um, not mm. great. <laughs> um, but so I'm gonna go with Russell Henley to win at plus three thousand. Now this guy is a course horse. Um, everything kind of points towards him competing well this week. Um, he's fifth in stroke scan approach. Um, he was T8 last year, T20 in 2019, T24 in 2018. Um, he finished first in, in uh, 2014, um, as well as T13 in 2013. So he's got a lot of course history here. He always plays well here. Um, and he's first in par fours game this year, which is a stat um, that was pretty, that I marked as pretty important. And I don't know, I just feel like, He's a course horse. He should finish well this week. And with that being said, my best butt bet is Russell Henley top 30 plus 100. Um, just based on all those stats. Yeah. I don't want to say it's a lock, but I want to say it's a lock. All right. Um, <laughs> there you go. Cheek lock that in. It's cut. My winner. I actually didn't have a winner until like, you know, this morning I I'd done all my other research, but I kind of just had, had another one of those tingly feelings about Chris Kirk 
he's pretty accurate off the tee. He's 35th in strokes uh, gain approach, 17th around the green. It's like a decent putter if he gets if he gets the putter going. Um, let's see what what did he have last week? He gained he gained strokes putting last week. So plus 4500, I feel like that's pretty good value on him. Um, and he just seems like a guy like outside of those top like whatever four players that are like notable that that could uh, take it. He's been playing good golf this year. And then my best bet is Taylor Gooch, top 30. Taylor Gooch is just like, I feel like he's been also one of those guys kind of similar to Chris Kirk playing just very well this year, like under the radar. Um, you, like to the casual fan, you probably don't notice them on the leaderboard, but they're always up there. Um, so I like him to come top 30 this week. And he, fin- he finished uh, at like one under on the tournament last year in this. So, you know, decent course history. All right, so I'll go with my winner, Joaquin Neiman. Uh, not a great field this week, so I feel like he could take advantage of that. Uh, with his great ball striking stats, like he's playing pretty well this whole year. Hasn't missed a cut the whole season, so since basically August or tour championship or before. And so I think he's due for another good result to he played decent last week. Um, and he's like, he's got this, I feel like he's got the game that fits this course kind of a good ball, good driver of the ball, good ball striker. Kind of, He's playing better than he has in previous years as well. So I'll go with him at plus 3,300. Uh, and my best bet, I'll go with Brendan Steele, top 30 at plus 125. Again, not a great field. He's played well here before, especially with four of his last five starts or top 14s or better. And he just missed the cut at top 40, which we had at the cutoff at minus 110 this week. But... Uh, so I think he could really make some noise and tag top 30 is a pretty safe bet as well. Like it. And first yeah. round leaders. Um, who do we like? I put in a couple names, but, uh, I'll let it up, be up to you guys. I could see Joaquin Neiman. I could for sure see Joaquin see that, yeah. Neiman. I'm down with that. If we want to go okay. with Joaquin Neiman. We'll, first round we'll, leader. we'll stay with the, the theme of the first round leader just being whoever Trev picks to win. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which like, yeah, I didn't even like. It's not on purpose. I know. It's we not. It it's week. literally not. Yeah. That's so funny, though. Um, so let's get in the clubhouse to end off the week. I think we're going to introduce some. Oh, it's a brand, that's a brand new segment. I don't think we've done it before. We're just going to do, we're going to say random golfers. One per person or what? Uh, how about two per person? Um, it's okay. Gonna be quick, so um, okay, I'm, I got, I'm I got here, one. I'm here on the world golf ranking, so I'm, I'm the okay. uh, the pride of Andover, Massachusetts. Shout out to my roommate, Rob Oppenheim. Okay, that's a good one. Offer. Um, I'm here on the world golf rankings and uh, coming in at 298. Holy Schneider Jazz. Oh, oh no I, saw, I saw, you know what? I, when I was at, I, I never, I never went to the hundred, I, I never played, uh, or PJ national, but I went to, I went to the Honda classic. I think it was senior, my senior year. Like my, like my mom just liked to play golf and like, like for the pool. And we saw Ollie Schneider Jans like playing like one hole. Like you saw, we went to the round on Thursday. We saw him playing like one hole. I can't remember. Did he have a, it's, it's crazy. The random oh, no, things. Know, of course that you like you can remember <laughs> yeah but we, we, we saw the course the course was it was pretty cool i have a little quiet sign like a honda classic quiet sign in my room somewhere i don't know if it's here it's pretty fun uh my random golfer he's in the field this week and i just 
he's like random, but you would know who he is. It's Hunter Mayhem. He's oh, in yeah. the field this week and playing. Drop him quite a bit. Yeah. All right. Um, are we doing snake draft or I'll just go again? Go again, Pat. Okay. This one is another uh, homage to to a high school friend. We're going with Bill Haas. <laughs> Haas. <laughs> um, Bill Haas. Yeah, no, Bill Haas. I remember, I think in high school, he like won a tournament out of nowhere, like after he had never won one before. And one of our friend's nicknames was Haas. So uh, there you go. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely, definitely a rando. Rando. Yeah, I mean, they always win the the PNC, the Hosses. Uh, <laughs> that, that's that's like what they're most what Bill Hosses probably most known for. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm gonna go up a little random as well. Uh, coming in at 269 on the World Golf Rankings, Tyler McCumber. Mm, interesting. He's been playing some decent, decent golf. golf recently, if yeah. I remember correctly. <laughs> I feel like he's been like in the mix like one or two tournaments this year. He definitely has. Yeah. Well, he might have had that a first round leader actually, at some point. I just, I just, my pick a random golfer, I just noticed he's one spot in the world ranking behind your guy. Number 586 in the world, Y.E. Yang. Oh, wow. That's, I haven't heard that name in quite. Oh, it's Bill Haas, the one. Bill Haas is 585 in the world. I didn't know Bill Haas was that low. I was Neither did I. The World Golf Rankings. Those were just off the top of my head. I mean, yeah. I, I saw Kira Ditchie out for Bonrats on that page, too. And oh, great guy. Yeah. I'll be Bonrat. My friend, my roommate has his visor, I think, signed by him. <laughs> that's <laughs> hilarious. That's an awesome piece of memorabilia. Yeah, that's actually unreal. He's, You're going to have to just get a like, picture of that. He's like, he, 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 said, he said, he told me, like, because he worked at PGA at Beth Page, and he said, Text me one day, he's like, Yeah, it's fat Asian, like, gave me his visor. Like, I don't know who his name is. Like, was his name Kirdeshi? I heard my Afi Bonrat. He's like, Yes, he smokes all the time. I'm like, Yes, that's him. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so random that he just has it his visor <laughs> out of everything. No, he doesn't it's, have a glove. He doesn't have like a ball. He has his visor. <laughs> his visor. <laughs> it's so funny. And then to cap off the week, do we want to do another? Will he make the cut, Joel Damon? Oh, uh, is he playing he's, this he's week? Not playing, not playing. He's not playing. Oh, no. He's not um, okay. How about will he make the cut? Um, go, to, go to the make miss cut on, on DraftKings, is where I'm going right now. I'm, I'm on the just like the, the first round leader because why not? Um, we got some good good names in the field this week. You got a Chase Kepka, Hunter Mayhem, which Trevor, uh, Ooh, let's do Chase Kepka. Chase Kepka, will he, will he will make he the cut? Chase Kepka. No. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to go for no. I saw, gonna, I saw his name was next to Hunter Mayhem. I'm gonna go with yes. Okay. His name was next to Hunter Mayhem. He was plus a thousand to hit, make top forty. So. Sheesh. I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's he's definitely a long shot. Yeah. Cut, but uh, we'll see. <laughs> past uh, bet, that's the, past bet, best bet of the week I've heard. So. Uh, not what I heard. <laughs> uh. So yeah. Let next week. I mean, this is like the last, not the last good tournament because we also have the WGC uh, event with the match play. Cap off this Florida swim with some good picks, and we'll see you next week at the Mouthwash Open. Mm-hmm.